15 minutes of gold. What's up, bro? Hey, what's up? How we? Oh, uh, it, we're socially uh, uh, removed. I don't say socially distant because I am. I'm more culturally ahead. Hmm. Let's start over. What's up, Ethan? What's up, bro? <laughs> Glad to be here. 15 minutes of gold. Um, this might be the best 15 to 18 minutes Stop. of your life. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Ethan. Ethan Mitchell. That's uh, awesome. So, one of the things that we we uh, we like to do okay. is uh, this little 15-minute uh, segment okay. um, where we, we talk about literally nothing. So, tell me a little bit about yourself. Okay, Ethan Mitchell, as I said earlier, and... <laughs> Uh, I'm a youth pastor at New Community Church. Uh, my dad's a senior pastor here. So I'm let's not here get, my whole life. Let's, let's get the elephant out yeah. of the room. Let's talk about it. Okay. Because I dated your wife's older sister. Sister. Yeah, you can't pause after you say... 17 years ago. Yes, true. So we could have been brother-in-law, <laughs> and that would have been absolutely wild. Two youth pastors. I was the one that got away, wasn't I? Come on, you were. No, no offense to Boone. Boone's not watching this, but if he was, that'd be super weird. Um, I love it. Wild. Wild times. So no babies. I'm like you. You have uh, three. Soon to I be do. four, hopefully, maybe. I do. Um, yes. I, I have none I have. right now. Yeah, actually, you know, it's funny. Yeah. Today, as we record this, it is my son's second birthday. Oh, wow. The, the Jude. Jude. Yeah. Okay. Love that kid. Barely um, known, but we're still love we're him. really big Beatles fans. Okay. Yeah. Hey Jude, I do know that that's song. why we named him, named him that. Yeah. Okay. Jude and Lennon, right? How come you didn't name him after uh, your dad, Steve, the legend? You ever done that on a Zoom call where you pretend to be frozen and see how long it takes people to figure out that you're just pretending? Uh, I have changed my virtual background. And I that's like what I did. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No. You, ch you changed. You made me your background on one of your. I, I have. That's been my go-to. Is your face. Every time it pops up, everyone knows who you are. So I love that. Speaking of go-tos, what has been your go-to show this quarantine? Without a doubt, Wicked Tuna. Bluefin Tuna Fishing. Are you freaking kidding me? Bluefin. I don't fish. Never that's, have my life. That's a waste of time. But uh, these, are, these fish are 500 to 800 to 1,000 pounds, and they're worth upwards of $20,000. The most expensive wild bluefin tuna sold for $3.1 million. Dead serious. I love it. Yeah, you asked, what's yours? What's yours? You're frozen again. All right, come back in. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> you actually thought it was frozen. I did. We're so used to Zoom that we think that it's just that, that, like real life is now Zoom. You know what I mean? I can't wait to um, tell them about Zoom. My go-to, bro, the, the, the greatest show, uh, arguably one of the, I would say top three greatest shows of all time is Fringe. Now, some people watching this right now are literally rolling their eyes on the other side of the screen and you know what? I don't care uh, because it is a great show. Okay. I mean, think think of think of it this way: it's X Files, but not because okay. it's not aliens. Okay. True. It's sci-fi, but it's not because people are like, "Oh, sci-fi! I don't do sci-fi. This is not sci-fi." But if you do like sci-fi, you will like this show, even though it's not sci-fi. It's the fringe division of the FBI. They ex they they investigate uh, events that seem like it's too. Uh, it's outside of the realms of possibility. Okay. I'm telling you, it is the greatest show ever, and I'm not a sci-fi geek. What season are you on? We have, and now I will say, we've watched it five times all the way through. We're on wow. end of season two right now, and I'm wow. telling you, it's the greatest show ever. That and Chuck. 
Chuck. I've seen Chuck. You've seen Chuck? Yeah. Chuck Bartel. Yeah. I haven't seen Fringe. You gotta watch Fringe, bro. I'm telling you. Is it Christian? It is Christian. There's no sex in it. Is there swearing? There's barely any swearing in My it. My mom's out. I'm out. I'm a pastor's kid. You know this. I couldn't watch a lot of shows growing up. I couldn't watch Fringe. Dude, we weren't allowed. <laughs> we weren't. My mom didn't like us watching Rugrats. You know why? Because Angelica had a bad spirit. Dude, our moms, Tina and Valerie. I couldn't watch Dude, it either. I'm telling you, man. But it's funny because I like to li- relive my childhood yep. through Hayden right now. Like, So we're okay. watching. We've watched all of um, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Yep. All of DuckTales. We're midway through Tailspin right now. Okay. But I've shown her, and we're watching Darkwing Duck. We alternate. Okay. Um, but I showed her uh, Rugrats, and I'm telling you, um, I'm watching Angelica, and I'm like, this girl's got a bad spirit. No. I do not want my four Come and a half year old picking up on it because she literally, like this morning, I'm telling you, this morning, Noelle and I are downstairs. We're praying because we are spiritual people. Hey, we're praying every it's about six thirty in the morning. The Never kids miss wake a day. up, and Hayden and Jude's routine is they uh, Hayden will climb into Jude's crib. Oh, and wow. he'll she'll they'll play for a while, but every once in a while she just beats up on him. So this morning, she's literally I'm t- I'm gonna I'm gonna demonstrate it. Like she's she he's he's okay. laying down. Yeah, you're Jude. You lay down on the floor. I lay quick. down. Yeah, you want to lay down? I, I'm no, don't lay. do that. I, I'm not gonna because <laughs> she literally sat on his head and just starts bouncing. And so oh, Jude no. is crying and saying, "Stop it!" You know, he's barely two, he's two years old today. Oh, wow. And she's just bouncing on his head because she thinks it's like she's jumping on it. Like she thinks it's funny and it's the worst. And that's, she learned that from Angelica. That's older siblings though. That's yeah. you. That's my sister. That's. I, yeah. I submitted a complaint to One Million Moms. Okay. Just so they can petition no more Rugrats reruns. <laughs> I love it. Any, I love it. Anything. It's, it's got to go. It's got to go. It's got to go. I'm, I'm on board. Go to snack. Quarantine. Go to snack. Hi chew. Costco pack. You got to be kidding me. That serious. That's a, that's a weak sauce answer. It's not. I mean, it's uh. Doesn't make sense. My go-to takeout probably Jersey Mike's. Even worse. Oh my goodness. Panera bread is way better. Trash. Absolutely trash. Panera they just bread. prepackage it, frozen it, ship it out to Maple Valley. At least Jersey Mike's is you're seeing it slice the meat. Come on. You see what but, I'm saying? But they like. I'm telling you, like if I'm everyone watching get a sub, is with me on this. If I'm gonna get a sub sandwich, a I'm gonna make it at home. B I'll go to Subway. See Quiznos, but they're not even around anymore. Shout out Quiznos. Have you seen a Quiznos? Shout out Quiznos. Shout out Quiznos. That was my brother's first job. Centralia, Washington, still Centralia. has one. Yeah, bro, Ed Holmes, if he's watching this, yeah. he was from he was hey. from Centralia, bro. Go, uh, go Tigers. Is, did he go to Centralia High School? No, he just lived there after. Okay, never mind. Never mind. That's a dream, man. Centralia is a cool place. That's yeah. <laughs> no. What's your, what's the worst part about quarantine for you? Oh man, um, cliche, but not going to church. Like, that's cliche. That's super cliche. But uh, second worst, um, I don't know, man. Zoom. Zoom. I'm over Zoom. I. You're frozen I again. Zoom. Oh, I thought you were. Oh, Zoom. okay. You do. I was frozen. But then you came back. I hate you Zoom. You left the meeting, then it dinged, and you're back. I hate Zoom. Yeah? But it's a necessary evil right now, you know what I mean? For about a week, it was pretty cool, changing backgrounds, and then it's like, eh. Yeah, it's interesting because, like, all of the stuff that we're doing now, yeah, we're being forced to do it. But at the same time, it's like, it's all stuff that we should have been doing. Like, I'm not saying that we should have been on Zoom before, but the amount of things that we are doing to try and just 
continue to engage people absolutely is so it's so fascinating because I don't think in like I don't think we've learned more um, in the previous twenty years for us as being a church than we have in the last like eight weeks. It's been it's no been doubt. Wild. And the church, you know, it, it's as cliche as it is. Like it's not a building. And right now, you know, it's the it's the epitome of that, right? Like we're not meeting, can't meet, and yeah, uh, we're just rallying together. And it seems like all the Mid Valley churches in Covington and Renton and everywhere else is you know doing their best to to keep the show going on. What's the coolest thing that you've seen with your youth? Coolest thing, I would just say you know rallying in this time, you know, like making the best, you know, out of the situation. Um, a lot of students have you know stay engaged and kept engaged, but uh, it's. It's been it's been tough tough at first, but I mean, they're on Zoom for for school and for other reasons. So um, I would say just just powering through. Are you on TikTok? On TikTok, I made you one. Are? I made one. Uh, you know this one? You, yeah, you know that. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's this, guy, there's this guy. There's this guy River. He's okay. A, he's oh, a, legend. He's he's um. Doesn't he edit a lot of edit a lot of stuff? Yeah, he's he's you know he's he's okay. You need to pay him. He's, yeah, he um, but he okay. made one of those TikToks. He tried okay. to get me to be on one of them. Maybe we'll share it. We've been doing TikTok Thursdays. Was it appropriate? It was it was uh, very inappropriate. Oh, okay, okay. So, All right. We actually had to talk to him about it. Mm. Yeah. So poor River. Yeah, it's it's pretty rough. River, you know, we're working, we're working on him. He's got some things. Is he gonna watch? But he's this? he's yeah. He's probably gonna edit this. So yeah. we're talking about him. We gotta talk. No. <laughs> he's in the room right now. Oh okay. He's shaking his head. He's not in the room. He's in the room. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know what? For you, like, what's been the biggest like challenge? But like, if you were to look at it, like it's a welcome challenge. Something you're like, man, God is bringing me through this. But I'm so glad that I'm going through it. Like God is teaching me. And there's some tension, mm-hmm. there's some pressure, but it's the good kind because I know that on the other end, I'll look back and say, the only way I would have learned this is by walking through that. Yeah, man. Right? I would say, you know, looking back on this time, it's like every day is a new day and some days are really scary and some days are like, man, is the economy going to go down? Is, you know, are people going to lose their jobs? Am I going to lose my job? You know, all these things and you have fear and worries. And I just go back to, I think, Matthew 6, verse 30, of just saying, if God cares about the fields um, and the birds of the air, he's going to care so much more about you. And, you know, it puts all the doubt and fear yeah. aside. And, and for me to, to live through a time like this, I think it will just give us that much more equity in the future to speak to, you know, a, a generation younger than us or people who haven't lived through something like this that we can say, hey, you know, God was faithful in the dark time that he's, it's not, you know, just something that you say, but it's something that you actually mean and, yeah. and live. And, and for great. me, this is the first kind of thing like that. I mean, I, I was, when 9-11 happened, I was in first grade and I was scared wow. for my parents, um, but I didn't really know what was going on. You know, this is something that's, it's, it's in a sense, like a war, you know, yeah. I mean, it's, well, it's, it's, it's fascinating. You bring up 9-11 because my friend and I were talking about, I'm a few years ahead of you, but, um, I remember 9-11 distinctly, mm-hmm. but I don't remember carrying any weight during that. Sure, yeah. And you remember it, you're in first grade, but this is a crisis. We can't compare them because we don't know what it would have felt like to be our age right. during that. But we were talking about like 9-11, it changed travel forever. Mm-hmm. It changed how we, uh, it changed conflict, all these things. Yes. And like the world has never been the same, but it's all we've known because we've just kind of morphed with it. Because right. we never carried any weight. Now we're carrying weight. And I know a lot of our 
students are in a different world now because they, a 16 year old now is so much more aware of what's going on across Absolutely. our world a first and culture, even, yeah, <laughs> than, than I was when I was in that space. And that's partly just, it's social media, it's, it's the way that we interact, it's fascinating, but I think it's the students, whether they're senior in high school, they're in middle school, they are carrying a weight mm -hmm. that I never carried. Absolutely. And man, my heart goes out to them. What would you say, as we kind of wrap this up, what would you say to a student who's feeling discouraged or they're feeling the weight of all of this on them? They don't know how to react, whether it's in their home, mom, dad lost a job, there's uncertainty, school, they're freaked out. They're supposed to go off. To, I mean, I'm talking to my neighbor yesterday. Uh, um, he's a senior. He's going off to college in Idaho this fall or so he thinks. Right. He's like, yeah, so I don't know if I'm going to college now. <laughs> Wild. Like, I, who would have thought, you know? Right. So what do you and say to say, someone? You know, take your frustration, take your anger, take your worry all to God that, that God is, you know, the creator of the universe and he, he's okay with us being anxious and he's okay mm -hmm. with us being worried. But he wants to he That's wants great. to hear that from us. So it's it's one thing to talk about, oh man, I'm so scared. But it's another thing to go to God about, you know, God, hey, I'm scared about this. Hey God, I'm I'm sad. Yeah. Hey God, I'm mad. And that's you know, it's one thing to talk about God, but God wants us to talk to him. That's great. And so you know, my heart breaks for all the seniors. You know, they didn't get a graduation like a normal one and even end of the year festivities and how fun it is, you know, end of the year. So yeah. it's a bummer. Um, but uh, talk to God about it and he's there with you. Well, I love that you said it's okay to be mad. It is. And, uh, but go to God with your anger and be honest about it. I love, I love that. Like I can say, God, I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of ticked off right now. Like Amen. I'm, yeah. I'm just kind of see owed a Napoleon Dynamite <laughs> reference, uh, for those of you who are, um, Gen Z. Uh, -oh. <laughs> younger than I am. Yeah. Um, but you know, go to God, yeah. like go to God with your anger, go to God with your stress. Go to God with your all the stuff and just be like, God, I'm going to lay this at your feet and then let's deal with it. Mm -hmm. Amen. And, and God is not intimidated by your doubt. He's not intimidated by your fear. He's not intimidated by your worry. He's not even intimidated by um, the, the things that you've done that would say, like that would put you in a bad spot with God. Like right. God's like, yo, bring all of this to me. Let's be honest about it because I want to help you to move forward. And I think that's the greatest thing. Like in this season, we're going to come out. So like the students that are here in the fall yep. and years from now, they are going to be so um, rich with insight mm. and wisdom Amen. and love and compassion like nobody else before because they've walked through some fire Absolutely. and come out the other side. Absolutely. And man, I'm excited. And I, I just want to say thank you um, for, for serving, man, for being faithful. And, uh, it's, it's pretty cool that we get to sit here, different churches, uh, different spaces. Uh, you guys have a different building than us. Way cooler. You're in, we're in a freaking mansion right now, which is legit. Um, but we're on the same team. We're reaching people. Amen. We're loving people and pointing to Jesus. And so any final words? Uh, thank you brother for just leading the way on this and, and being a light for, for students and for the youth pastors like myself, uh, looking up to you in many different ways, but, um, you know, just praying for everyone during this quarantine time and hope to come out of this soon so we can all go back to, to youth group and hang and just go to a restaurant, man. Eat some oh food. Goodness. Eat some food. That's what I, I miss the most. I want some rock nachos. 
I want some nachos with just meat and cheese with a side of the queso and then the fries, extra crispy. Dip the fries in the cheese. Dip the nachos in the cheese. Put a fry on top of the nacho. Dip both of that in the cheese and take the whole bite. And no Zoom. You know what I'm talking about? That's it. Not over Zoom. You can't eat a digital nacho. And that's what I think we got to leave you with. Don't be trying to eat your computer. You can't do that. Can't do that. You have to eat real nachos. And wait to ask out the girl, not on Zoom. Yeah. Just yeah. wait. Wait a few months. Not on Zoom. You got some time. And uh, and by the way, I love you.